Hot 1027 Business with Nzinga. A very good evening and welcome to Hot Business. Thanks so much for being with us. My name is Nzinga Kunda. It's a pleasure and a privilege to be with you. The last show for the week. And we're going to be taking a look ahead in 2024, what's going to be happening. So our hot topic in just a moment is about the investment climate in South Africa in 2024. We'll also focus on the business of advertising and the state of the manufacturing sector. And then towards the end of the show, we'll relax a little bit and go on a journey with Mervyn Gers, who's the founder of Mervyn Gers Ceramics. Looking forward to hearing that story of creativity and uh, if you've listened to the radio for a while in different parts of the country, you may remember Mervyn from his time as a radio jock. And we'll wrap up the show with a wrap of the markets with Jeff Blount, the CIO of Invequity. Thanks so much for being with us. Let's begin. Hot 1027. It's our hot topic. We have been on Hot Business this week, just taking a look at the year ahead. I'm joined by Martin Ackerman. He's the Chief Economist at Citadel. Martin, thanks for your time on Hot Business this evening and on our hot topic. So if we look back, Stats SA in the third quarter said, you know, there were nearly 400,000 jobs created. The prices of food, uh, fruit in particular, were really high. What can we expect in 2024 about our economic conditions here in South Africa? Yes, I think uh, good evening and thanks for the opportunity. Yeah, it's a bit of a deja vu. I think we'll be standing at the beginning of 2024. The same concerns we had last year this time didn't go away. So we're going to see a repeat of that. If we talk about the SA-specific economic uh, e economy, then, you know, last year we've really battled with flow cheating. This year might be slightly better given some of the work they've done, but also the fact that there's been a lot of uh, installation of solar and other alternatives. Um, but that's still going to remain a structural issue. And then unfortunately, on top of that, you know, we're now dealing with the logistical infrastructure situation, the, the port specifically. So unfortunately, more the same. Uh, also in an election year, we typically, you've got a bit of policy gridlock, you know, um, everybody's focusing on the election first and not really in terms of rolling out policy and implementing that. So unfortunately, I think for South Africans, uh, 2024 from an economic point of view is going to be another very tough year altogether. No, we were told that, you know, the interest rate uh, peaks have already happened. So we're going to see lower interest rates. Maybe the price of commodities is going to come down. So our fuel prices and maybe, you know, uh, prices would moderate. You were saying it's still a tough road ahead for how long, Martin? Yes, that is correct. You know, we are probably going to see some relief in terms of lower rates, probably in the second half of this year. That's on the back of not only in South Africa, but, but globally, where we see that inflation is starting to move in the right direction. That's obviously a base effect coming off very high inflation over the last two years. Um, we know the reasons for that. That was as a result of very high food and energy uh, coming from the Ukrainian war around that point when that started. So yes, you're 100% correct that there might be some relief for South Africans uh, later this year in terms of lower interest rates. Uh, but that is not going to take away the structural issues that we talked about. Uh, also correct in terms of potentially some relief in terms of commodity prices, um, well specifically. Um, but then the other side of our fuel equation is what's happening to the RAND. And I think, you know, the oil price might be stable or even decline 
But if the rand remains under pressure or potentially even weakened, that's not really going to help us filling up at the tank. So, yeah, it's a, it's a very mixed, uncertain environment for most South Africans. Uh, but generally speaking, a tough economic environment. And we also know that even if rates, interest rates go down, that is not really going to um, provide the, the tailwind that we need to fix a lot of the other issues that's keeping mm. the economy from growing, like mm. the structural issues that we touched on. So, Martin, I'm assuming then we need to have a more careful approach to what we do with our money, how we spend it and how we save it. What do you suggest? Yes. So, obviously, talking about investment opportunities, um, now you're talking about if you're in the position to actually save. Uh, We know that a lot of South Africans are under pressure, whether that's uh, in terms of high unemployment. We already talked about high interest rates. Cost of living is quite high. Real wages are not always keeping up. Um, so for, for the majority of South Africans, it is a, it's a, a economic battle, so to speak. If you're in a position where you've got, uh, you know, whether it's a vehicle or a house, then unfortunately with high interest rates, it costs you even more. But if we then turn to the opportunities to save, and whether that is um, from your salary or pension savings, I do think investors are in a position where there's some attractive opportunities despite the economic hardship, uh, despite the economic headwinds that we are talking about. And let's start with the first one. You know, the other side of the coin, if interest rates are high, is that if you're in a position to save money, you can benefit from that. So we haven't seen these kind of interest rates in in many years. If you invest in a tax-friendly kind of product where you don't pay tax on the interest that you earn, you know, we're one of the few countries where you can beat inflation with a healthy margin by just putting the money in the bank. Um, if you think about a typical income fund in SRI at the moment, you can get somewhere between 9 to 10%, while inflation is uh, just slightly below 6%. So, so that is a great opportunity. Um, similar, you can talk about other fixed income investments. So that's like government bonds. So we can actually give money to the South African government so that they can do what they need to do in terms of uh, balancing the budget and covering the expenses. Um, But given the weak economic environment and the fact that uh, our fiscal situation is under a lot of pressure, uh, the tax revenue is not as much as everyone's been hoping for. Uh, That is priced into the risk premium that the government needs to pay. If we talk about our bond yields, our bond yields are also quite high at this point in time, trading in double digits. Um, unfortunately, there might still be some pressure there if the budget in February doesn't give us any good news in terms of the the, the deficit situation. Um, but that aside, you know, that's another opportunity where investors can actually buy into an asset class where they can get a very attractive inflation-beating return. So in a high interest rate environment, yes, if you're in a position to invest, at least compared to a couple of years ago, now there are some opportunities that one can talk about. So, Martin, I think one of the top stories that's taking place today is South Africa appearing at the ICJ, um, taking Israel to court, alleging genocide. And that's going to have an impact on us in the same way that geopolitical factors like the Russia-Ukraine war impacted on our wheat prices, which is a staple food in South Africa. Is it possible to protect yourself and your investments from geopolitical events? Very good question. I think this year, to give you an idea, there's uh, more than 70 elections around the world. So that implies that half of the global population will have the opportunity to vote this year. 
Um, if you think about what's happening on the ground in many of these countries, there's definitely a potential change in the pipeline where people are just not happy in terms of what's going on um, in the world at, at, at this point. So geopolitics uh, over the, well, since the Ukrainian war started uh, and then the Middle East added a lot more volatility to the economic landscape. And I think this year is not going to be any different. Uh, in South Africa, as you mentioned, um, our government's got strong opinions uh, in terms of these kind of developments. But I think, you know, what we do know is that typically if there's geopolitical uncertainty or if you want to call it South African political uncertainty, and uh, right now we're in that kind of environment, uh, you can add to that the uncertainty around our own elections. That means that uh, our risk premium, the South African risk premium, probably increased. So that's back to the bond example that I've mentioned in terms of bond yields moving higher. But also the rand remain under pressure. The rand typically will um, be under pressure in an election year until after the elections, uh, almost irrespective of the outcome, because the market will then just basically say, well, now we know that what we're dealing with uh, and then move forward. So if we're in a geopolitical uh, tense environment and you add to that the local political issues as well, uh, the rand is probably going to create water. And then if we bring that back to the consumer, you know, that implies that everything that we import, uh, commodities, um, fuel that we spoke about earlier on, you know, those are not necessarily going to be able to provide some relief to consumers. So yeah, unfortunately, when you have a economic environment that's quite tough and you overlay that with another this uncertain geopolitical environment that just implies that there's more headwinds um, that consumers need to think about. I know we've spoken about how long or how short uh, it may take for this difficult economic climate that we're facing in South Africa to continue. What do we do in the meantime? Yeah, I think um, maybe some green shoots. Um, we, we're going through the uh, the bottom or we're moving through the economic cycle globally so the bottom in the economic cycle is likely to play out this year um, we do think that going into the next call it 18 months or so the world can start to see the up leg again and South Africa will benefit from that uh, as well we a very open economy and part of the global economy yes we do need to sort out our own local issues like we said the, the ports and the electricity um, but when a global rebound comes, uh, that will certainly benefit all of us. In the meantime, I think, uh, like we said, it's important to try and at least preserve wealth, make sure that you can beat inflation, make use of the, the highest interest rate opportunities that are available right now, um, and try also from a budget point of view not to, you know, uh, make the wrong decisions at the wrong time. I think in times like this, a prudent approach is, is definitely the one that's going to succeed. Yeah. Martin Ackerman, thank you so much for your time on Hot Business this evening. The Chief Economist at Citadel is talking to us about investment and the economic climate in South Africa in 2024 and what may happen. Really appreciate your time on Hot Business tonight. Hot 1027 Business with Nzinga.